It's time for The Bright Side, a coaching radio show sponsored by P-Link Coaching Center for Excellence. The purpose of this podcast is to encourage, inspire, and educate clients to live and lead as their most authentic, creative, and empowered selves. To bring P-Link coaches into your organization, visit their website at plinkcoachingcenter.com and click the Work With Us button on the homepage. And now, here is the host of The Bright Side, Alexis Robin, executive coach and co-founder of P-Link to bring you 10 minutes of insight, theory, and actionable tips to support you on your journey to becoming the best version of yourself. Good morning, this is Alexis with The Bright Side, and today we are talking about the value of values. And this is a near and dear topic to my heart. Values, aka morally valued character strengths, as defined by Chris Peterson and Martin Seligman in their book Character Strengths and Virtues uh, Handbook and Classification, um, are the things that keep us on track and true to our purpose, are the most important things in our lives, how we show up in the world, how we live a life that we can be proud of and feel good about and in integrity and congruence with. So, the uh, the idea behind values is that they act as a mooring and a compass for us. So at P-Link, that's how we talk about values is this idea of, uh, for those of you who are boaters or live by a lake or ocean, uh, mooring is where you put your boat, uh, what keeps it safe in storms. It's tied up to the, to the dock or to the mooring um, to make sure it doesn't blow away in a storm. So it keeps you grounded when things get crazy. And then a compass helps you when you're out on the open sea and you're not sure which direction to go, your values can help point you in the right direction. And so um, in, in life and in leadership, you're required to show a lot of courage if you accept this call to show up as an individual leader or in your own life, at work, um, in your community, in your parenting, in your relationships, it takes courage to show up in alignment with your values. And there's kind of two options. If you're, you know, if things are hard and you're having to show up courageously, there's two ways that we talk about handling that. The first way is white knuckling it. And it's the way that most people have been getting through their careers for the last many years. Uh, This idea that if I just hang on long enough, and get through it, grunt through this time, then there'll be this like rainbow of happiness in my retirement and things will be great. So I can just white knuckle it and kind of hang on and grit my teeth and get through it. The challenge with that is that it's exhausting and it's not sustainable over time, especially now that we'll be working a lot longer than our parents did for those of us that are Gen X or Gen Y or millennial. Um, You know, that 55-year-old retirement is beyond reach for many people because we'll be living so much longer. So um, so this idea of white-knuckling it is really not a sustainable choice, although people are still doing it. A lot of us are. And this can show up inside of work and also outside of work uh, in your personal relationships where maybe you stick it out in a marriage that is not working for you because of the kids or you're sticking it out. in a job that you really don't like because it provides you some safety in your financial situation, but it's, it's really not in alignment with your values. And so, um, the challenge with this is that we, um, when we continue to live outside of our values, we end up creating a life that we don't want or we don't like. 
and that doesn't feel good to us because it's not congruent or in integrity with who we really are and who we want to be. So the second option when you're having to be courageous and be a leader in your own life and your work and relationships, etc., is to ground yourself in your values. So remind yourself about the purpose of your actions and the strong connection between that purpose and what you hold in highest regard as to how you're showing up in the world. So think about that for a second. Um, How do you want to show up in the world? What do you want people to say about you when you're not there? What do you want your life to look like? What kind of choices do you want to make? And when you think about being courageous and having to get through tough times or times where you're having to stretch yourself, it doesn't have to be a bad time or something negative. It could be something very positive. In fact, I spoke to a friend of mine who um, has children at our kids' school yesterday, and she's in a new job in a new industry doing something that she's unfamiliar with, uh, using systems that she's unfamiliar with. And she said, wow, I'm like really stretching myself right now. Uh, And that's taking a lot of courage. So grounding in your values can help you to have more resilience in that process, to be more courageous, to have more conviction when you show up. Uh, Think about when you're getting feedback or you're managing conflict or you're making tough decisions, decisions of consequence, leaning into those values, grounding yourself in your values as a compass or as a mooring really are going to help you to build that resilience, to be able to get through and navigate these times of stretch. So those are, uh, that's one of the reasons why it's so important to live in within your values and to live in alignment with your values. There's also some, um, some physiological and emotional and um, physical outcomes of living in alignment with your values that have been discovered um, through this work that Chris Peterson and Martin Seligman did on character values. Um, The first one is that when you're living in alignment with these values that you hold highly and that you hold most dear, then you have greater well-being and uh, you have increased happiness, hope, and engagement, and you have just decreased stress and depression. So there are a lot of reasons why you would want to get in alignment with your values. Now, what I've found in my work is that values are something that most people say, oh yeah, I know what values are and I get that concept and yeah, I I know my values. And then we'll start talking about it and I'll say, okay, well, um, can you tell me, can you list your values for me? And then people will start to tell a story or they'll kind of talk around it. But it's often, I find that it's hard for people to articulate specifically their values. And so um, there's a great assessment out there that you've heard me talk about on the show before called the VIA Character Strengths Assessment. You can find it at viacharacter.org. It's free. You can uh, have your kids take it as, uh, as soon as they turn 10 years old. They have a kid version and then they have an adult version that will rank order 24 uh, morally valued character strengths that were discovered by Chris Peterson and Martin Seligman through their research. Um, but Being able to understand and articulate your values is very helpful because when you're trying to live a life in alignment with your values, but you're not sure what to call them or what they are, um, that can be difficult. Now, what typically people know what their values are when they get violated. So um, if you're somebody who really values fairness, 
in the world and you see something that is decidedly unfair, that will really trigger you. And um, one of the ways that you can use values to help you navigate life is to understand when you get triggered what value is being trespassed on. And so um, understanding that's important. One of my top values is bravery and also creativity. So when somebody um, wants to play small, sometimes that can trigger me. Um, When I play small, it triggers me because I'm breaking my own value around bravery. Um, When people try to tell me that there's only one way to do something and that I have to follow the instructions, that I can't be creative or come up with a new way. Um, Once I had a teacher tell my son that he couldn't do a math problem the way that he wanted to because, um, you know, it wasn't right. Turns out it was right, and he had found a new way to do it, but the teacher didn't have the time to address that with the whole class. So she told him that it didn't, that it wasn't a possibility. So these are things that really trigger me, and I can understand that now because I have a good understanding of my values. So one of the things that I would suggest doing is thinking about for you, what are the most important things to you? What are the guiding principles that you live by in your life? And one way that you can do this is you can make a, um, a personal history chart and you can start at the beginning, whatever that means for you. Some of us have our first memory at age three. Other people, maybe the first significant event that happened to us was in the first grade. Um, it doesn't matter what part of your life you start in. But you go from the beginning to now, and you can write down and note anything that was significant in your life. So it could be positive or negative. It could be a um, family member. It could be a teacher. It could be an event that happened. It could be a um, it could be a situation, some a way something was handled. Uh, I once had a teacher that was a first grade teacher tell me about a story that really um, made him value fairness. And he held that deer, and that happened for him in kindergarten when they were writing their names down, and his neighbor wrote down um, his name. A little five-year-old neighbor wrote down his name on the paper because he didn't know how to spell his own name. And the teacher got really angry and grabbed the kid and dragged him out of the classroom and humiliated him in front of everyone. And this really set the tone for this one um, gentleman to believe strongly in fairness and and in kindness. So... um, So recommend doing this uh, exercise where you list the significant people, events in your lifetime, and then look at how those correlate to values. What was it that you loved about that fifth grade teacher? Was she a... um, Was she zesty and enthusiastic? What was it that you appreciated about your grandmother? Was she very loving? What was it that you appreciated about your boss when there was a merger and acquisition for your organization? What did they do um, that made you feel comfortable and safe or um, excited and brave? So that's one way to get in touch with your values. The other is to take this free assessment. It takes about 20 minutes. Again, it's viacharacter.org. And they'll rank order your top 24 uh, values. And then ask yourself, am I living in alignment with these values? Am I living a life that supports these values? And if not, that's a good time for some reflection and taking stock. So this has been the value of values today. There's lots more on this topic. If you're interested in doing a values workshop with the P-Link team, feel free to reach out to Stacy at plinkcoachingcenter.com or go ahead and just go to our website, plinkcoachingcenter.com, and you'll be able to find uh, 
a button that says work with us and you can send over a request for proposal. Have a great week and I look forward to talking to you next week, same time, same place.